On today's episode of the Shoot for Success podcast, I've got a case study with Katrina Jackson talking about how she went from putting her business on pause, stagnating a little bit, and then tripling her senior team applications. And we're talking a little bit about how she did that. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Sean Brown, and if you had told me years ago that I would be a professional photographer today, I would have said that you were crazy. Since then, I've been able to grow my photography business to six figures per year and haven't looked back. Now, with over eight years of experience of figuring out what to do and more importantly, what not to do, I help photographers build the thriving photography business that they've always dreamed of so that they can have more time, flexibility, and freedom to do what they truly want to do. And you wanna know the best part? I'm showing you how to make that happen for yourself in this audio series. This is Shoot for Success. Hey everyone, hope you are doing absolutely fantastic and welcome back to the Shoot for Success podcast. I am Sean Brown and on today's episode, I've got Katrina Jackson with us who is a senior and teen photographer based in Indiana and we are doing a little bit of a case study about her business and how she has gotten to the point that she is and namely how she took her business that was kind of just doing, going through the motions as she was a part-time photographer turned now full-time photographer doing this full-time. And she's talking about how she took her senior team applications and tripled them in one year leading to more business. And she's now booked more clients this year in the time of recording, which is February than she did all of last year, which is incredible. So got her on the episode. By the way, if you have not left a review on iTunes, make sure to do that because you can still be entered to win a 45-minute mentorship with me. I'm going to be randomly picking people throughout the, the course of the year, basically, to do these, and you can be entered just for writing a review over on iTunes. So all you got to do, head over there, screenshot your review, and then direct message me on Instagram at shoot for success podcast. And that way I actually know who you are, how to get in touch with you and all that. And you're going to be automatically entered. So do that and then come back, check out this podcast with Katrina Jackson. Hello, hello. Welcome to the shoot for success podcast, Katrina. How are you doing? Hey, Sean. I'm so excited to be here today. I am so excited to have you. So we go kind of a ways back. I think it was, oh my goodness, probably like 2017 when we first met when I was in South Bend. You drove up for a mentorship. We sat at like this, I don't even know, like the upstairs of like a mire or something like that and broke down your business. And I've been watching you grow ever since. So like the last four years and have been loving what you're doing in the senior world, the teen team world and all that stuff, kind of merging the two and wanted to have you on the podcast. So for those listening who don't know who you are, who have not had the pleasure of sitting at a makeshift Starbucks at a Meyer in South Bend, Indiana with you, tell us a little bit about who you are, kind of your, your elevator pitch, so to speak. All right. You put me on the spot here. Um, so I am Katrina Jackson. I own a photography business in Indiana. Um, I'm a mom of two, a 15-year-old 
and a almost four-year-old. Um, I have been hustling for quite a while now. <laughs> um, I kind of took a pause when I had Lydia, and which is my youngest, and I have been slowly building my business back up um, to where I am today. So when I met Sean, that was, man, I think Lydia was probably like a newborn. Um, and so now, she, like I said, she's almost four and slowly but surely we're getting there. So, um, I do specialize in seniors and teens and this year I am focusing solely on my seniors. I love it. So one of the things that I wanted to chat with you about is you're one of the people who, you kind of jump-started your business, took a little bit of a break from photography. Talk us through about how that was starting out, and then all of a sudden you're like, all right, got to put this on pause for a hot second, and then now you're like, oh my goodness, I like I have to go back to almost square one with things, because I'm sure there are a lot of listeners who are in the same boat where they're like, yeah, I totally can relate to that. So walk us through about how that was and how you made that happen. Oh my gosh. Well, I would first say don't stop posting on Instagram (laughs) because that was a huge, I think a huge mistake I made because it's hard when you're having a baby and all the things. And I really wanted to focus on her because I kind of figured that would be our last one. Um, So, I mean, I don't regret that obviously because that time is precious, but um, it's been a lot of work as far as getting consistent on social media and making sure you're in with the trends and all the things. Um, But even before that, I feel like I've slowly been building my business for years because I worked full time while having a photography business. Um, And then my oldest was in gymnastics, which I don't think Sean knows this, but my oldest was in gymnastics, a competitive gymnast. And I would drive 10 hours one way to a gymnastics gym. So for quite a few years, they're like four years, I really wasn't able to like fully be full time because I claimed I was a full time driver for my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) And then about two years there, um, I was her full time driver, no longer working um, at another full time job. And then I had Lydia. So when I say I feel like I've been building my business for quite a while, I literally feel like I've been building it for quite a while. um, And now it's it's go time. So, well, I, I, so I did, I knew that you drew like that you used to drive a ton for like to gymnastics and stuff. I didn't realize it was like 10 hours. Cause I remember it was our first time meeting and I, and you were like, Oh, you're going to be in Indiana. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to be in South bend. And you're like, Oh, no worries. It's only like a two and a half hour drive or something like that from where you are. And I was like, I mean, that's like a decent amount of, of driving, <laughs> but relative to 10 hours, all of a sudden this makes it seem like it's not so much. Oh yeah, yeah. Everywhere, everywhere here is an a good hour. So, um, in South Bend, which is where we met, her gym is like ten minutes away. So, I basically felt like I lived up there. Yeah. <laughs> in that time, but yeah, we spent ten hours driving in the car, and she spent fifteen hours a week in the gym. So, that's a lot. Yeah. So it's tough to it's tough to run a business while you're trying to manage all of that. So you said it was kind of more of like a part time type thing when that was happening. Yeah. I mean, like I, I was trying to build my business up to be full time, but realistically, I mean, I'm sitting in the gym with crappy internet. I don't, I wasn't posting like I am. I wasn't marketing like I am. I've really invested a, a lot of education over the, like from then to now into 
you know, it all has changed so much even then too, but like marketing and um, what else was I saying? Um, I lost my train of thought there, but oh, like, and also like um, mentorships as well. And like workshops, all the things. You know, like all the educational things. Yeah, which I feel like in that time, it's all kind of like, like, it's all become available in that time too. Things have changed. Back in the day, it was like creative live, you know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we were getting all of our info from creative live and not really even youtube when i started it was like creative live was what you were doing on the weekends <laughs> yeah well and and let's talk a little bit about like that educational side too so obviously we've known each other through like the, the mentorships you were a part of my senior photography academy now you're part of the mastermind and you've been to like the senior style guide push conference so like you were like an educational veteran what is that like done to your business? Cause a lot of photographers are like, you know what? It's out there for free. I'll just, I'll dig it up for free. I'm not going to pay for anything. Like what impact on your business has paid education had on you? Oh gosh. I mean, I don't even think you can, I can put like, it's basically how I run my business. I mean, like someone's already tried it. So you know, pay for their, you know, what they went through. Um, so that you don't have to struggle as much. Like I feel, I'm, I feel like I've been struggling to get where I am now. And I couldn't imagine if I was still trying to figure this out without a blueprint, at least I have a blueprint and I have like a leg up. Um, and I, I don't know if you know, like, I think Sean knows, like I took um, Amanda's kitchen sink workshop. So like, that was like my first um, paid workshop in person. And that was obviously the best, like a best investment that I've made to my business. But I, since then, I've just like constantly been elevating and pushing myself to because the industry has changed as well, too. So um, yeah, like even today, I, I kind of booked another in- mentorship today with someone. <laughs> so I saw someone on Instagram, and I like loved their work. And I was like, I saw that she did a mentorship. So I reached out to her and it is a done deal. So I'm excited well, for like, that. But yeah, it's like, you, it's like you say, it's like, one of it's one thing to try and do it yourself it's another to give yourself that leg up and mm-hmm. i mean oh my goodness if i had like access to the level of education i had when i was building my business like do you know how many hours and like i may have actually had like a college experience Katana, yeah rather than like being <laughs> yeah. at my desk till like 2 a.m every single day of the night putting off biochem homework to edit some photos or work on a website or something Right. No, it is crazy. Like, I mean, I I think about my daughter who's 15. I'm like, you guys don't know how lucky you have it. Like you literally have the world at your fingertips. <laughs> like yeah. we didn't have that. We were on MSN dialing up, dial up <laughs> internet. You, you weren't, but I was on the tail end of dial up internet. So I remember all that. <laughs> I still remember the sound. Maybe I'll have to like edit a, a dial up sound into this podcast for those listeners who are like, I don't even know what dial-up sounds like. It's that annoying hiss sound. And, oh, I'm well familiar with that. Yeah. It was awful. But, hey, that's all we had. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, and and going back to that, like, what, you know, when we talk about education, we talk about kind of getting your business started. The first step is just carving out some time to even, like, sit down and and get the education. Like, a lot of people that Mm -hmm. are listening, they're like, all right, so Katrina, you got, you know, two young ones, and you're trying to run a business. Like, I'm trying to do that, and I have no idea 
what in the world I should possibly do in life or how I can even make this happen. What advice do you give to them that are like, I'm the struggling mom. I, I feel you. Yeah. Um, okay. So I might need you to rephrase that. So, or, um, are you talking like education wise? Just in general, or just, or like business wise, like if you like, for instance, my daughter, like, what do you want to do in life? How to find out what you want to do? Or is that where you went? No, just like people that are, that they know they want to be a photographer Mm -hmm. and they are wearing every single hat. And then they realize that when they're a photographer, they're going to add on another 50 hats and mm-hmm. they're like, oh my goodness, I can't do this. Katrina, you've got two young ones. You're running a business. Oh, yeah. Like, how did you make it happen? Gosh, I don't think, I, I don't think I knew what I was getting into <laughs> until, until now, you know, like you just go, you want to be better. You know, like we want as, as people, I think we want to constantly grow. So I think that's half of it. You know, your work evolves over time and then also like in the senior world it's changed so much like when I first started it was just you know let's just go on vacation and shoot and then there was hair and makeup and now there's a style closet and now I I sometimes I I, I jokingly say that I think I feel like we've overcomplicated it a little we've made our jobs harder but at the same time it's helped us set, set us apart from our competition, you will. But um, I, I, I do joke that we've definitely made our jobs a little harder in that aspect. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's kind of like the keeping up with the Joneses to an extent where yeah. all of a sudden, all right, this photographer down the road's doing this. Okay. Now I got to do one more thing to try and, you know, kind of keep pace with them or however, however it may go down. How do you stay true to what actually contributes to your bottom line um well I mean I think just going with what your like your gut instinct I mean last year I switched it up and I started offering um four hair changes on location which portfolio wise looks awesome (laughs) and their gallery wise looks really awesome but that was a lot of time I had a I had my watch um a timer going off every 30 minutes to do hair changes. My makeup artist was on location. That was an added fee per hair look. Um, and so this year we, we dialed it back. Well, and then when I say we, I mean, I dialed it back. I made the decision to cut it in half. They can either do one hair look or they can do two hair looks. Um, but we do not need, I, I jokingly was like, we do not need to be overachievers here. You know, like two hair looks is more than sufficient. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes this year. But yeah, that was one thing, just going with my gut and dialing it down. Like we can go too far and it be a little ludicrous. Yeah, that well, that intuition plays such a, a huge role. And kind of what we had talked about prior to this was you had like a word of the year, which is savage. And I'll let you define that because people may have their uh, precon- you know preconceived ideas of what that means. But you kind of boiled it down to me and it was just go for it kind of like that nike just do it slogan and part of it almost falls into relying on your gut so how do you kind of define that and was that did that play a role in your decision making process for for that and amongst other business decisions that you've made so my word of the year is savage and for me is just going for it and not being scared 
Um, I, since I am like an introvert, it's really hard for me to like kind of put myself out there. And this is my go year. I am not taking, I am, I am going for it. So I, um, yeah, I've got Savage wrote down on my mirror in the bathroom. I see it every single day and I am doing the hard things like following. I always followed up with people, but like, especially if someone I'm just now making sure I'm also following up, like, Hey, if I haven't heard from them a couple of days, I'm going to send them a message again. Um, and then, you know, after two, and then, you know, I'm done, but I'm just making sure I am definitely following up and being a CEO of my business. Well, and when people hear following up, let's, let's define that because you're doing that all with systems, which is something I've been pushing every photographer to do for, I don't know how many years, like many years now. And I was like, guys, you got to have some sort of systems in place. So talk a little bit about some of your systems and I'll probably make an edit, but you were giving that definition of the word and one of your alarms went off. So you've even got like all like your social posts scheduled out, like everything that I've been like preaching on, you're like actually taking action on. Yes. Yeah. Cause this is, I'm not playing this year. <laughs> I am coming for them. <laughs> so, but no, in all seriousness though, like, so I used to just like do my emails through, I use Gmail. So I would just like write it how we do normal emails. Um, and then I would write on a post-it, you know, follow up with such and such. Well, you know, that post-it might get lost or you don't see that post-it for a week or two. Um, so now I have, I've always, I've had 17 hats for probably like five years, um, maybe even longer. But last year I finally started using their automated workflow. And so now I import clients as soon as inquiries come in and um, they get their initial email and then they get follow-up emails that go automatically um, two more times after that. So in, um, they are getting a total of three emails um, at some point within 30 days. <laughs> so, And then what are you doing for social? Because this is actually something that, I, you know, I don't use that particular strategy. I use a variation of that strategy, but talk a little bit about how you're even just like streamlining social because you, one of the things that we talked about prior to this was you're like, I'm more consistent on Instagram. Like I'm yes. actually posting yeah. consistently. And a lot of photographers hear that and they're like, holy cow, like I could barely get one post out a week, much less, you know, a whole month. How are you making that happen? Yeah. Yeah. So that used to be me. Um, and I'm only like 30 days in. So, you know, it's got to at least be six weeks to call it a routine. But we're, we're getting there. Actually, this is my second month. Yeah, February, full February will be two months. But um, I started using Trello. So I will um, create my content. And then I will also upload the images because sometimes that would be like you would have I would have like my captions in my notes. And then I would not be home and it'd be time to post and the images are still on my computer. So I do it all in one day. Um, the beginning of the month, I will set out and do right now I'm doing like three times a week. So it is a little bit a lot, but it's, I'm, I'm able to do that one. I felt like three is what is doable for me. Um, and then Trello, it's an app on your phone and your desktop. So I can I'll just copy and paste it and post it on the fly. Um, and then um, you I am posting it like manually. So I don't have like any, a third party app posting it automatically for me. So I will go in when my alarm goes off, which Sean gave me that idea, um, I have, I think, three alarms that will go off Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at different times 
to post on Facebook and Instagram. And I started seeing that I was getting more inquiries coming in um, by posting more, but also by posting to Facebook. So I am copying and pasting it and throwing it on Facebook and moms are contacting me. So that's a win. <laughs> hey, as long as you're getting contacts. Well, and I don't know if you're using this. Are you using draft posts at all? I, I should do that. I used to when I would just kind of do it on the fly. But now since I just have it on Trello, I can just copy it and copy and paste it right then so and there. Like, so quick, you're like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's already done pretty much. And yep. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, because that's one of the things like having it scheduled out, I think is so key to like just keeping your sanity. Yeah. And like you don't have to make it complicated. Like you're clearly just doing and it's not something that you're like, you know, trying to jump through hoops that you don't need to. You're like, I literally write the caption. I post it and and I'm done with it. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, we talked a little bit about mindset at the beginning, but one of those things is half of it is just mindset. Like half of it is just doing it. How have you seen a yeah. difference with kind of having that mindset shift where you're like, you know what, it's okay to just go for it. And then we'll tie into senior teams a little bit. Cause I know that you had that attitude about something in, in regards to that. So we can kind of open up questions for that. Well, I mean, it's, it's really nice when you're getting inquiries coming in and when you're getting bookings. <laughs> so I can stay consistent knowing those inquiries are going to come in and those bookings are going to come in. So that is what's keeping me really excited. I feel like when, you know, like there, there isn't any inquiries coming in that I'm like, Oh man, you know, like I'm doing all this work and it's not paying off, but it has been paying off. So I'm just going to keep doing it. The only, I do hear a lot of, um, photographers, um, talk about, they don't want to post at certain times. So they don't like, you know, like having it planned out. And I was saying the same thing. Like I have one alarm that goes off at nine o'clock, um, 9 PM. I don't don't know what day it is. It doesn't even matter. Um, because Instagram told me like, that's a good time for me to post, but sometimes I don't want to post that one, but it's super easy for me to copy and paste it and just do it. Um, so I'm just doing it. If I'm sitting on the couch having a you know family night, movie night, it takes literally less than one minute for me to do it and be done. And that's keeping me consistent. So right now I'm just, like I said, I'm just copying and pasting and just going with it. So I'm, um, and I know like after about six weeks, it becomes habit. And my goal is to create this habit now so that in busy season, I can still have this system in place and still be doing the work because in past I kind of vanished, vanished during busy season. And then I wonder why I'm not getting any, any increase coming in during those months. So yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to remember what wasn't working and stay apart, stay afloat, <laughs> stay ahead. And it, well, in a, in a way, busy season's almost like the scariest part because that's when photographers feel like they can let off the gas a little bit where it's like, yeah. all right, I'm busy. And then they drop the ball on that marketing. And I think the first thing is just you even recognizing that that's actually something that happens where you're like, I recognize this. This is an issue. I mean, like busy season every morning, one of the very first things that I do that's on my to-do list is I draft post all of the posts from sneak peeks like the day or two before um, or, you know, a a week, prior or whatever, whenever the schedule, you know, whenever I'm posting it, it's drafted. 
And I think that you're kind of working into that system because it matters. Like you can't lay off the gas when you're busy. That's almost the most dangerous time because when you're not busy, you're more hungry. And when you are busy, you know, you're like, oh, I'm rocking it. I I don't, I can lay off the gas when really it's kind of just time to keep the foot on the pedal. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think last year I made that connection. (laughs) So that is not happening this year. We are staying ahead of the ball. (laughs) Yeah. Good. Well, and going off of like doing things that you haven't done before, one of the areas that you saw a tremendous amount of growth um, tripled the number of applications that you got for your senior team was due to kind of stepping out of your comfort zone. Uh, speak to that a little bit of what you did. You went from in 2020, about eight applications for your senior team to 2021 or the class of 2021, 24. So some photographers are like, I barely can get like two. How are you getting like 20, like two dozen senior team applications? And it's okay to give away like some of your, uh, some of your secrets that you learned from the Senior Photography Academy. Okay. Okay. Great. Thanks for saying that because I was like, okay, well, (laughs) how much do I say? (laughs) Um, No, but in all seriousness, yes. I, like I said before, I am such an introvert and which is probably surprising to Sean because he's like, I don't know if I'm buying that, but (laughs) I am uh, (laughs) until I get to know someone and then I'm not. But yeah, so I just really, really followed up. I mean, that's something that Sean preaches a lot of is following up and um, reaching out to my previous team and getting referrals was huge too, because I already went in to Caesar, Caesar, our senior booking season, like for the team application season, I already went in with like, I believe I had like 55 referral names, 35 to 50. I cannot remember at this point, but um, I reached out to every single one of them where I would have probably like been like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Or even I think the the year previous, I don't even think I used that list. I just was like, I don't don't need to. Um, And I did. And I was like, nope, I'm following the whole um, senior team progress or sorry. Yeah. Process to a T and let's just see how it rolls. And it worked. It was a lot of work during it as far. And when I say work, I mean, obviously this is what we do, but like it was, it was time consuming, like DMing, following up, making sure I, I was following up. Anyone who said they were filling out the application, I would have to go back and make sure, hey, you haven't, I haven't seen it come through yet. You know, um, I keep saying like, I feel like I'm, I'm um, handholding <laughs> these, these seniors here, but it, it, it felt like a lot of that. But at the end of the day, I was able to book um, out of those 20, how many did you say I had, Sean? Um, 24 you told me 24 and then you said that about 12 signed so which yeah and okay let's even let's dive into that because it's like all right 50 percent signed mind you this is during covid so what i was telling my students i was like you're naturally going to see a decline in the number of people that sign for your team because of the uncertainty in the atmosphere in the environment and that's kind of held true across the board yeah Yep. Cause if, I mean, if you add in like the referrals that I was given, I started with about a 50, 50 and about half, like only 24 filled out the applications and then I booked 12. So yeah, 
I should have I should have pushed a little harder, but man, when I was in it, it was a lot. <laughs> you know, so yeah. so um, no risk, I no mean, worry, right? Right. I should have just been like on the on the street corner. You know, <laughs> they would have been concerned. <laughs> well, and and one of the things that I th- you know you say that it was a lot in the moment. It is a lot in the moment. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It's not easy. And one of the things I think a lot of photographers look for is they look for the shortcut they look for what is going to make them a quick buck and it usually doesn't play out well in the long term it usually yeah. doesn't but how do you feel knowing that when you just you know you were in the thick of it how does it feel knowing that what you were doing actually paid off oh it feel it feels good it feel it's really nice i right now I think I might be at, I'm trying to see here, because I had teens last year as well. So this year I'm not focusing on, I'm not having any teens. So I do think right now on the books for seniors, I have more seniors booked than I did last year, which I'm kind of freaking out about because I just want to make sure I'm ahead of it. But I'm still, I know it's February and I'm starting way ahead than I did last year. So I'm probably just like freaking myself out. Like it's probably okay. (laughs) When it's just Um, staying true to the process at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Even as far as like the zoom. So I ended up doing zoom calls, which previous years I did in person meetings at my studio. Um, and I've always done group settings and I know you do individual. So I, I decided to do individual zoom sessions, not a whole group one. And that could have also been um, some of the reason too, because they were able to ask questions, felt safe enough to ask questions with it, just being them and myself. Um, it was, it was a lot of work. I like, I had one day I had six meetings and then I had, I think five. And then the rest of them I did on like one of the last ones, I did a recorded zoom session and I just sent those out <laughs> to people that I had already like, about half of my team are girls that I already knew or have been on my team team. So that's, that was kind of a nice little built in, but I was exhausted that first day. I, I went, I probably was in bed by seven o'clock. I was just emotionally (laughs) drained from, you know, like being, you have to be on, you know? So (laughs) my voice by the second day, I hardly didn't have a voice. It was a lot. (laughs) It's a lot, but you look back and you're like, I'm so glad I did it. Or at least that's how yeah. I feel after yeah. the fact. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Yep. I agree. A hundred percent. Well, and one of the things that you have started doing too in the last couple of years is, and something that um, I've been doing for, I don't know, five or six years. I've, I've lost count. It's been so much is um, kind of creating that senior team experience above and beyond like the traditional thing. And you've actually done, you did a destination to Chicago last year with your senior team. Walk us through what that looked like and kind of what that's all about. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it was really fun. So it's kind of crazy that I did my first destination shoot downtown Chicago in the middle of a pandemic, but we did. (laughs) Um, I didn't know if it was going to happen, obviously, because we were all in shutdown, you know, and was it quarantine? What did they call that in the beginning? Who knows we've anymore? Already, we've already forgot what that was called. Like that was a lifetime ago. <laughs> um, but I reached out to my team because they booked prior to obviously COVID. 
And um, they all said it was they wanted to still proceed. So I think for them, for most of us, that was like our first time being able to just go out. So it probably was like a blessing as well. Um, so yeah, it was, it was fun. I mean, my, my makeup artist, since it was, it's Chicago's two hours for me. Um, my makeup artist, and my hairstylist came as well. So that was nice. I didn't have to deal with worrying about new hair and makeup artists, but the girls had a blast. Um, we go to, as a family, we go to Chicago quite often. So I know all the places. Um, and it was fun. I mean, we got lucky. It didn't rain. It rained on one half of the, of the city. <laughs> and then by the time we ended there, we just noticed it must have rained. So, That's we, got, so cool. we got extremely lucky that day. Um, but it was awesome. I would love to do it again. And it was nice being able to shoot different than like what you normally shoot. Like I rented like I rented a 24 to 70 because I usually am a um, 50 to an 85 girls so I like a zoom lens I was doing like wide shots to get the landscaping um and it was awesome I mean my husband and I that was one of our first dates so for me Chicago holds a really dear place in my heart so that was that was really nice to be able to take some of my team who had never even been downtown Chicago so that was nice that's awesome well and you're getting paid for this too like you're not yeah. doing it on your own dime like you're actually making some money off it yeah, yeah, I had a nice little hotel room. <laughs> I'm all about the hotel room. I have been spoiled in that aspect. So you're like, I'm living a flush life here. A good hotel room, and I am good. <laughs> Out of curiosity, where'd you stay? We stayed at a Hilton. Um, I've stayed at all the Hilton, so I start getting them all rambled up. It was not the Double Tree, which would have been like a really good one, but it was. Oh, it was Garden. Sweets and garden, garden and sweets, something like that. Okay, but it was. So really I've stayed nice at one of the. Now. I've stayed at one of the Hiltons on Michigan Ave, and then mine and Kate's for any. What's up? So there's quite a few Hiltons like downtown, like. Yeah, this was like on Michigan Ave, and then which I know it's a long, big street. But if you go back, and for anybody who's listening who's planning a trip to Chicago. I'm all about the rooftop bars and the rooftop places to eat. London yeah. House is like my favorite go-to hotel in Chicago. It's like right on the river. It's like literally, it's like off of um, like Michigan and, and Wacker. So it's like, it's like right downtown and mm-hmm. it's got amazing views of the city. So next time you're back, you got to go, go to London House, check out the rooftop, ha- grab a, a little aperitivo or whatever and sit back and enjoy the sunset because it is to die for up there it is it's a beautiful city but you know we were in COVID, so the restaurants that's were, true i i forgot about that yeah it, it was dicey <laughs> which also i mean just thinking back to it now so we ended up eating at um the pizza place called it's really big i know you've probably heard of it it's a deep dish dio Giano, dio giordano's yeah yes they were one of the few that was that was open for one and then with our party size we had to sit moms and kids which are seniors yeah. which is totally fine um and then i'm trying to think of where else did we eat at Oh, I don't know. Like even like a lot of the places at that time were like, you could just go in get your food and go. But we found like a little hamburger joint that was taking, you can go in. So we had lunch there too. Um, It's so fun to travel though. And just like 
get paid for it. Cause I think a lot of photographers listening, they're like, I want to get paid to like travel and do senior photos or elopements yeah. or whatever it may be. And it's really cool yeah. that you found a way to do that. And I, I think it's half of it is just even just asking your clients and not saying no before yeah. they've even had a chance to say, yeah, this is something we're into. And I know with the senior market, it's totally a thing now, especially with COVID. Like my destination this year sold out like hotcakes because everyone's been so cooped up. They're like, we just want to get out and do something a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. That was that summer. That was the first time I used an Uber. <laughs> we've all we've always done taxis when we go to Chicago because it's so easy. The taxis are like everywhere. Well, during COVID, there was no tax. Like there was no taxis out. And I didn't realize that till we got there that the taxis weren't going to be running. So I downloaded the Uber app and that was amazing. <laughs> so it's cool. I, I was sold on Uber like that weekend. I was like, oh no, we are not walking. We are hopping in an Uber. <laughs> yeah. So well, that and that's nice. a whole nother topic for another day, which is like, you know, there's so many ways that things are changing faster and faster. So how as photographers do we deliver? So that might be a whole nother topic of conversation of how do we compete with the the streamlined delivery services like the amazons and the ubers where this generation of seniors is now so reliant on getting it right as they request it so that's a whole another topic of conversation yeah. but as we kind of wind down what i always like to do is give you a chance to maybe give advice to photographers who are in your place a few years ago where they feel stressed, they're not sure about the process that they're taking on right now, if this is going to work, if this is what they ultimately want to do. Look at yourself maybe a few years back when you were struggling in your early days where you're like, I don't know if this is going to happen. What would you tell them knowing where you, you know, knowing that they can get to where you are today. Oh, okay. So this is going to sound so cliche, but I would say like to believe in yourself. I think a lot of people, we all will like just doubt ourselves, you know, or just think that it's, that's not going to happen to me. That's not going to happen to me. Or I, I'm not going to book this. And just like, I've, no, I've referenced this several times, but just go, go for it. Like put yourself out there. Um, for me, I've always, I've always used photography because like, I, um, I keep talking about this whole introvert thing, but like, I'm really a quiet person. Like my husband is the talker and I naturally will just sit back and let him do his thing. So for me, my photography has been what gets me out of my shell. It's allowed me to not be a homebody. Um, because otherwise I will, I would just be home because I'm content being home. Like it's my happy place. Um, but my photography, makes me have to get out there. It makes me have to have hard conversations, ask for like, even like asking for whatever you want to make. Like that's a, I don't know why it's such a, well, you know, like the a whole, like, oh, I don't want to ask them, you know, for this amount of money. Like it has pushed me to ask those hard questions and to just, it's made me stronger. Um, and then also as far as like, I would strongly suggest investing in your education sooner rather than later, <laughs> because it just, it just is. And like really doing your research on the kind of education you you're getting. Um, 
I have been burnt. <laughs> and when you've been burnt, it is no fun. Um, so I am very picky now about who I'm going to work with, how I'm going to work with them. And I've also worked with amazing people like Sean here. So the bar is set. <laughs> the bar is set high. Um, so yeah. And then also I, we didn't really talk about this, but I also think like having a buddy, um, you know, I have a, a photography bestie named Alicia Chapel. Um, and we were, it's a crazy story. We were roommates at KSW many years ago. We never met until that day. And we have been buddies ever since. Like we literally talk every single day. Um, so I feel like we've both built our businesses together, bouncing ideas and just, I know she wants me to win just as much as I want her to win. So yeah, those would be my three things. I Which couldn't you didn't have said it. Three. You didn't ask for three things, but I gave you three. <laughs> no, I love it. I couldn't have said it better myself too. And thank you for the shout out. I think that you've been phenomenal to work with. And for people who want to find out a little bit more about you, see your work, where can they find you? And I'll also link it up in the show notes. So if people want the easy clickable version, it's going to be in the show notes, but where can people find you? Okay. They can find me on Instagram at Katrina Jackson photography. Um, and then my website's katrinajackson.com. So I live, I live on Instagram. Um, I'm in my stories pretty much daily. So you'll get to know me and you'll get to see my four year old and all I, I call her my little assistant. She basically runs me. <laughs> so until she's in preschool, she's running the show around here. <laughs> she is the CEO of Katrina Jackson photography for the next couple of years. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm doing it. No babysitter. She's usually running here somewhere, but Hey, it's real life momming it up around here. <laughs> I love it. Katrina, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It was an absolute pleasure having you on and I'm so excited that I can help be a part of, of your success story. And it's been amazing watching you grow as I've gotten to know you more and more over the past few years. Thanks for having me. We didn't even tell everyone that I had my first shot with you at Push. Do you remember that? Was it the... Yeah. The fireballs? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this podcast in a second, but we gotta tell you a story. So, if you guys are ever at, well, and I shouldn't say ever because if you guys were at the push conference, this was in Greencastle, Indiana. So, mind you, I'm coming from the West Coast, so this is gonna be a little bit of a long podcast as we break for a story, and then I promise we'll wrap. So, if you want to hop off the podcast, can but. In Greencastle, Indiana, shots are a lot cheaper than they are on the West Coast. That's all I'll say. And so one of the things was I love to, in, I, I am a very welcoming photographer. Like anyone is welcome at my table. And so what better way to do that than give fireball shots to everybody who was sitting around at the bar? Uh, after I've taught, of course, I wasn't, you know, rambling during my presentation or anything. And I, I forgot about that, but I do remember that now that you brought it up. Yeah, I don't think I've had one since, but... It's probably okay. Fireball's pretty awful. <laughs> so. Awesome. Well, Katrina, thank you so much for for having or for being on the podcast and taking some time out of your day to, to share your story. I think it's going to inspire a lot of photographers who are listening. 
All right. Thanks, John, for having me. I really appreciate it. You pushed me. I, I did it. <laughs> you did it. Thank you all so much for sticking around all the way to the end and the little tangent at the end. But I am so excited to have some new episodes in the works. Oh my goodness, we have so many amazing guests down the line. So if you wanna make sure that you are following along, make sure to hit the subscribe, follow button, whatever it may say in your app, Spotify, iTunes, whatever you're using to be automatically notified or download the episodes whenever they go live to make sure that you do not miss any of them because there might be some bonus episodes down the road or something like that. So make sure to do that. And as always, I will see you guys next episode on the Shoot for Success podcast. We'll talk to you guys soon.